Hello, Andre here. Welcome to yet another episode of The Daily. Good morning. I hope you are well and ready to kick off your day today with looking to God's Word and spending some moments in prayer in His presence, experiencing Him, loving Him, and devoting the rest of your day to Him. So great that we get to do this together. So let's kick off the podcast. A prayer that I found myself praying often in this time uh, has been a simple prayer. It's a prayer for wisdom. And I've been making it a daily habit, a daily prayer to ask God for wisdom in this time. Uh, in my care groups, in my life groups, uh, where I uh, call people up you know, just to catch up and chat. Uh, when we end these times in prayer, uh, my prayer request has always been, I need more wisdom. And I have never felt a greater need, a greater desire for more wisdom like I do in this time. And there are many reasons why. Uh, for one, uh, leading a church in this time, I would first admit say it's super fulfilling. I love that I get to do this in this time. I think in many ways, the church uh, was made for times of crisis, that we really do our best work. The church is really at her best uh, in moments of crisis. But it has presented many challenges to me uh, personally, right? Navigating certain dichotomies, navigating, um, you know, my role as a spiritual leader, as a teacher, as a pastor, and yet at the same time making sure that the organization is doing okay, they were making the right decisions, and we're also serving the poor, we also are meeting certain needs, and so getting more information on stuff like that, and doing what we can with our limited resource, uh, and I personally also need wisdom for my own life. You know, I think this time God is really servicing a whole bunch of stuff in my heart, and it's just not possible for me to devote good, adequate attention on each and every single one of those areas. And so I need wisdom. I need wisdom to discern what we ought to do as a church. Uh, there are so many needs and we can't possibly meet every single need, right? We are not the Messiah. And so we need wisdom to discern where do we put our resources into, where do we actually give ourselves to wholeheartedly. And we also need wisdom for our own lives, you know, for the stuff that we are dealing with, for the challenges, to have wisdom to be able to discern what are areas to which we are to devote a good amount of attention to, we have to focus on, and what are some areas we are to perhaps shell for a moment while we sort out some other stuff. You know, we need wisdom in our lives. We need wisdom to make decisions. We need wisdom to discern. We need wisdom for our lives. And so I've been praying this prayer for the last couple of months at least. And I've been doing some reflecting on my pursuit, my desire for wisdom in the last week. And I found honestly that I perhaps don't have a good grasp of un- or understanding of what wisdom truly is, what a biblical understanding perspective of wisdom ought to really be. My personal expectation of wisdom would look like making the best decision, the best possible decision, uh, the most logical, the most well-received, the decision that bears and yields the most fruit, the most favored decision amongst all decisions. That is the wise decision. It is almost like an ability to operate in knowledge or intellect that far supersedes my own. That is my 
kind of understanding and perspective of wisdom. And I think about the story of King Solomon in the Bible. Now Solomon, we all know, is regarded as the wisest king in all of Israel's history. And the Bible tells us this in Second Chronicles chapter 1, verse 7, that at night God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Then Solomon answered God, saying, You have shown great kindness to David my father and have made me king in his place. Now, Lord God, let your promise to my father David be confirmed. For you have made me king over a people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Now, give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead these people. Now, this story is remarkable in many ways, right? Uh, that line in verse 7 says that at night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, ask for whatever you want me to give to you. And many would note or think that that verse is suggesting to say that Solomon was probably asleep or at least half asleep at that time. And God appears to him. And just think of yourself in that half asleep, semi-conscious kind of state, right? You're probably not well put together in your mind and you're probably not certain or you can't really process and think through what you want to say before you say it. And so in many ways, you know, in that state, your heart's truest intention and desire can be revealed in your words. And when Solomon was asked that question by God in that state, he replied and he asked for wisdom. Now you must know that Solomon had inherited this great kingdom from his father David and it was a place of peace and prosperity Solomon had it all together yet he yielded to God in this posture of humility recognizing the great task that was ahead of him and recognizing that he needed God's help he needed God's hand God's leadership God's guidance God's support God's protection even as it was extended to his father David Solomon needed it for the task that was ahead of him as well and he asked for wisdom now this word wisdom if you looked at it in another account in first kings chapter 3 it translates to a hearing heart or a hearing ear now this word dramatically different from what some of us understand wisdom to be now i'm for one often look at wisdom as a, a bump up or a boost in my abilities. It enables me to perform better, to make better judgments, to uh, in many ways execute my will a lot better. And that's what uh, maybe some of you might understand wisdom to be. It's like a bump up. It's like a divine boost to what you already have. But in this text, we read that Solomon asked for wisdom. And we know Solomon as his wise king. He asked for wisdom and it translates to a hearing ear, a ear that hears from God, his voice, his words. Which says to me that wisdom isn't so much an ability boost, but rather an intimate relational connection to a God who speaks. And we as people who desire wisdom, hears the words of our God and execute his will. And wisdom isn't so much about performing better or doing our will better as it is a prayer of relinquishment saying, God, I need your wisdom and I want your will to be done through my life. 
And this is probably easy for many of us to swallow, right? This idea of God's will being done in our lives until we realize that at times God's will or God's kind of good or definition of good differs or is in direct opposition to what our definition of good is. I think of that verse in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says that we ought to have our minds renewed so we may be able to comprehend the good and perfect will of God. And so in many ways, our unrenewed minds, our minds that are still in process of experiencing transformation, cannot fully comprehend God's idea, His definition of goodness. And so that will mean that there are times where God's will looks to be the most illogical, looks to be the most unpopular, looks to be the most irrational decision, but it is good in its economy. And so a prayer for wisdom, a prayer for God's will, is essentially a prayer of surrender. It is saying, I surrender my definition, my understanding of good, and I submit to yours, O God that I exist as a vessel to do your will, to execute your wisdom, even when I don't understand it, even when I cannot fully comprehend, O God, I exist to do your will. And that is what a prayer asking for wisdom entails. It is surrender. It is submission. It is an invitation into a relationship where God speaks. We listen. We hear and then we obey. It's not saying that God never gives us insights or knowledge to make decisions that bear fruitful outcomes. It's not saying that God never does that. He does, you know, He gives us at times an ability to make a decision that supersedes our intellect. He empowers us by His grace. But we must realize that as humans, we have a tendency of separating the gift from its giver. Such is the case of wisdom. We talk about it primarily in the sense of that divine ability that is bestowed to us through God's grace. But we often forget and neglect that it is fundamentally a hearing ear. It is an invitation into a deep relationship with our God. All of God's gifts, all of God's blessings reveal and speak of his good nature and they are a means of invitation invitation to know him invitation to experience him invitation to walk in his ways that which leads us to flourishing i'll close off with a final verse from proverbs chapter 4 verse 6 it says this do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you love her and she will watch over you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Though it cost you all you have, you will get understanding. Now that word understanding, if you look up a lexicon, one of the translations will talk about that kind of understanding as truth personified. And now when I think of the words truth and personification, I think of Jesus, I think of Christ, who came as truth personified. And in wisdom, as we pursue a hearing ear, though it may cost us, by way of our comforts, our inclinations, 
we may at times have to betray our experience, our intellect, our skills in preference for God's will, for God's way. His way is far above all other ways and no man can fully comprehend the ways of God. He does exceedingly above what we can conceive or imagine. He is God and we are not. And in wisdom, in pursuing a hearing ear, we're saying yes to God's will, no to our will. We're saying yes to God's way, less of ours. This is wisdom. So this morning, even as we close off our time together, I'd like to invite you uh, to ask for wisdom. Wisdom not in the sense of a divine boost to your own abilities, but wisdom as a prayer of submission, of surrender to God's will, to God's ways. It's us saying yes to Him as Lord. And in many ways, His Lordship over our lives is really evidenced and seen by our willingness to surrender, by our willingness to obey. And so today, let's actually live out much of what we profess. We profess Him to be Lord over our lives. And so today, let's make a small step of yielding to Him even in this moment in our prayers. And as we make it a daily habit to ask for wisdom, to ask for His voice to be heard so that we may obey. And our prayer is that as time goes on, our lives would increasingly reflect more and more of His will such that we will truly be conformed into the image of His Son. So let's spend some time in the quiet even as we tune our ears to hear from God this morning. I invite you to quieten your hearts, to maybe quieten down the surroundings that around you. Make sure you're in a quiet place. Get rid of stuff that distracts you. And put your hands on your laps, your feet on the ground. And just ground yourself in this moment. Be still before your God. And in this place of quiet, but yet, active listening ask for wisdom ask for a hearing ear and ask for his voice to be heard in this day let's spend a few moments seeking him Awesome. Let me pray for you this morning. Father, we come to you today with hearts of humility and we ask for wisdom. We ask for wisdom not in the sense of more ability, but we ask for wisdom for your voice to be heard. Even in the midst of our day, even as we wade through much of the noise that comes with the busyness of life with all responsibilities. God, we ask for our hearts to be tuned to the frequency of your voice, that when, we, when you speak, we will be quick to listen and quick to obey. God, we ask today for a kind of calibration of our hearts, a recalibration of our hearts, to be tuned to the frequency of your voice, 
such that your voice will drown out all the noise of the world. It will eclipse all the noise that we have to face just by living on the earth. God, we ask for our hearts to be attuned to your voice. Give us wisdom this day. We surrender to you. May your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Use us as your vessels, O God. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. I pray that you will experience the voice of God today. God bless you even as you go about your day. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We will have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.